Hello, and welcome to episode 110 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. In this episode, we have a review of Batman, Curse of the White Knight, issue eight, the final issue in the series. Batman, the Curse of the White Knight creative team is Sean Gordon Murphy on art and writing, Matt Hollingworth, Hollingsworth, excuse me, on colors, and AdWord Designs on lettering. This is your spoiler alert for this issue and all things Curse of the White Knight. So please, if you have not read these comics, uh, pause the podcast and come back after you've enjoyed the books. This is Matt, and I'm joined by Constructing Comics co-host Noah. Hey there. Noah, um, let's do initial thoughts before we go into our, our, our more thorough review of the book. It's it's what yeah I would expect it to end, which is great, and it comes with the same, you know, general thoughts as all the rest of the issues. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's definitely um, you know we've been building the whole time, and this is sort yeah. of the 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 apex, the the, the all, everything we've been sort of hunting down, or or all the clues have led us to this, and we get a lot of action, um, a lot of chasing. Uh, you know, car chases and, and stuff. So, and uh, some resolution, question mark? Question mark? Yeah. yeah. So um, we, we, we sort of just jump right into where we ended up in, uh, in, in, in issue seven um, with, with, the, with the car chase. Um, this is pretty action-packed. Uh, what, what did you think about, let's say, these first, uh, looks about five pages of, of car chase. What do you, what'd you think here? Those were my favorite parts of the book. Uh, leading up to when Dick Grayson crashes the car into Azrael, those are my favorite parts. And uh, I love how it moves. It moves really fast. It's so over the top and crazy. I love how they're not, it doesn't look like they're at all close to an airport. And then all of a sudden, Batman's driving Azrael into an airplane. Um, yeah, like all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, sorry, it's Gotham Airport Repair Hangar. That's where he drives him into. And uh, yeah, it just comes out of nowhere and he drives, he drives the Batmobile into, with Azrael behind it into a plane and then it blows up. Yeah, so I, I have a couple of things here. Um, before they get the, 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 the chase, everybody's in, uh, going full speed um, in the chase. Um, but Bruce has a uh, trick up his sleeve for, for all the other members of the GTO and their, their cars uh as he as he blows by them um the the dialogue that that dick grayson gives here in these these three panels when when i think that's duke ask him or is that bullock who asked him what happened um i guess it's duke uh grayson just sort of monologues everything for us um mm -hmm. so so we know exactly exactly what's going on he doesn't go i wonder if it's this could it possibly be this? He he just tells us right away. He he nails it. He knows exactly what happens here. I guess you could argue he knows Bruce, but it was just sort of this this you know this uh, remote remote dis, uh, disruptor. I knew it. <laughs> like so. Yeah, and I mean this this book. I think it, it reminds you at times that it's kind of campy, and we'll get into that with Robin especially towards the end but the yeah the again no subtext here you know you got to explain everything to the, the the readers or else they just won't get anything that's yeah. that's that's the that's the number one rule in, in all writing apparently yeah so um 
it's now just it's now this Batman uh, on Azrael's uh, tail. Um, he's got him hooked to the Batmobile. He's he's swinging him around, mm-hmm. and as you said, they uh, they make their way to to the airport hangar, um, which. Uh, yeah, I love that the, that move that Batman pulls, where he, of course, Azrael, like, he hooks Azrael to the back of the Batmobile, drags him along, and then he shoots the rocket in his Azrael's face, like he pulls him in and then blasts him with the rocket, yeah. and then drags him, then pushes him into the the airplane and explodes in this awesome fiery burst as Batman emerges from the the Batmobile with a, an assault rifle. Kind of mixed messages here. I like I don't know how I feel. I, I think always any kind of superhero with a gun is polarizing, but I think especially Batman is it's polarizing because it's so against him to have guns, basically. Yeah, one thing they certainly uh they 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 play with or they, they try to toy with our emotions. Is he going to snap? Is he going to cross the line that the Batman that we 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 associate with the the regular DC universe is he going to cross is he going to cross that line right and is he going to is he going to kill somebody here um so it does do a good job of building that tension throughout the issue if that's if that's going to happen so I, yeah. I, I have to give him credit there I I just hope that he had the ability to scan that airplane because if his plan was that you know he's not crossing that line there could have been a you know somebody you know filling uh filling the you know the the food tray in there just getting ready for uh-huh. flight and they're 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 a goner so he's already crossed that line if there was somebody inside that plane yeah if he was uh yeah if he had a uh yeah there yeah like you said but uh, but it's it's it, it at the panel before the that he drives it into the plane uh it's the gotham airport repair hangar okay so hopefully there's no one in, involved because it doesn't look like anyone's making repairs on it no. But there's a couple of moments like that in here. Like he, he crashes the helicopter that Azrael is on in the one scene, like he blows it up and he's like, no, that won't kill him. You know, that kind of thing. Like, uh, but at that point I think Batman's ready to cross that line. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So from the wreckage of the, the plane, uh, there's more fighting. Um, they do one. Well, I, I, I guess it depends on how you want to look at. It. They do sort of yell at each other, monologue back and forth to each other. It wasn't. It wasn't too too bad here. I mm. kind of like some of it. Yeah. Um, I liked. I like how honest it gets. I like how. Like I like sort of the the challenge that this book is po- like posed for the reader. Like you know, is bat has bat does, is Batman's life a mistake? That kind of thing. Did he go about this whole process the wrong way? You know. Mm-hmm. and um i like the question that it poses in that way i just don't think it goes about about it well enough um and uh i do like that but i do like this exchange between grace and like you said um i like how he sort of addresses him like a son and then uh dick addresses him like a father yeah so uh bef- before the the talk between uh grace and and, and bruce here um the 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 panel where, and we've already we've already talked about this a little bit, and we've already you know given our spoiler learning, spoiler alert. Uh, Azrael is hit by Grayson's Nissan. Um, yes, which is a very that's another like physics bending scene. Somehow, like Azrael has like 
Bruce like right up against his face like he has him like he's like holding on to his cape and he's like they're like face to face with each other and somehow Dick was able to only hit Azrael in that situation with his Nissan that's some like very uh, precise like precision driving right there and much like in a movie where people are on top of a building and then the the helicopter just shows up and they they didn't hear it coming yeah they, uh, they, 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 they didn't hear this car speeding towards them at all did they <laughs> no the stealth stealth nissan <laughs> yeah no um but uh I, the 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 second panel on this page um what threw me off was was the eyes on um on, on batman on batman with uh when he's emerging from the Azrael's hold Azrael's holding him oh yeah that is weird the you know the the with the cow on the the eyes are always white you know they're always blank they're always white that um i mean it it certainly gives us you know a more of a connection to him but it just threw me out for a second because i'm like that that's not right yeah, I didn't think about that until right now, but you're right. And I think maybe it is supposed to be sort of a little shocking, but also to maybe draw attention to the sword hilt, which is important in a monologue later, mm-hmm. maybe to, to direct Batman's gaze at something. Like he's not looking directly at Azrael, he's looking past him in that moment. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. It just, uh, it's just one of those things that I, well, I'm going to have another eyes and mask thing uh, coming up here. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I, I think you, I think you made a good point that it, um, we can see, we can, we can, it's either that it makes it more personal our, our connection yeah. to, to him there and sort of the struggle that he's going through um, or that it's, you know, he's, he's focusing on, on something else, um, which you alluded to the, uh, the, the sword. Um, you talked a little bit about this. Um, uh Grayson and and Batman have have a heart to heart um and I I agree with you a lot of this this is uh this is done pretty this is done pretty well yeah it's probably my favorite one of my favorite dialogue scenes in this whole series which I I think I'm, I'll probably go back and reread it again but for right now this this one's first place all right so can I ask you my eyes and mask uh, physics question <laughs> yeah <now? laughs> yeah how do, you're talking about. how do you cry outside of the 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 how does how do the tears go out of the little eye sockets but through the 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 larger section of the mask how 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 does that happen he's like gushing tears at this point like his eyes are melting out <laughs> of his mask that's what it looks like yeah so um but uh i guess barbara shows up here as well right no ish she comes and she has one line she says the reservoir and that's it yes letting us again directing us very you know matter of factly of what's you know going to happen next do you know you know galaxy quest uh have you seen that movie I, I know the movie. I can't remember if I've, I I remember it too too well. But Sigourney Weaver plays a character in there, and she's she's basically like Ahura or like you know your typical sci-fi female lead. And she talks about in that that her only job as like the actress who plays the role that Sigourney Weaver plays. It's a very meta movie. Says that her only role in the show was just to repeat what the computer was already saying, <laughs> and that's sort of what this panel reminds me of because Batman says send units to the dam at Gotham Reservoir. And then Barbara's only line, I think in the whole book, let me check. 
Uh, well, she later on when they all get together oh, no, outs- outside something? of the Batgirl costume, she, okay. she she talks, I think. But yeah, she just says the reservoir. And like, just to clarify something that was already established, it's very funny. Yeah. yeah. So um, as they're en route, uh, the, the, the uh, I guess the, the Gotham City Police Department tries to get word over to, to, uh, to the reservoir and the, uh, the, the folks that are, you know, it's a, a Coast Guard chopper nearby. Uh, but that doesn't go so well for, for the pilot. I like this page a lot because it's kind of its own contained story. Like, it's like a short story unto itself just in one page about this Coast Guard pilot. It was really cool. That's all I have to say. Yeah, no, I uh, I liked it. The uh, the small reaction shot, mm-hmm. um, I, um, I think kind of loses a little bit of the effect with how big that, that last image is because you 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 see that right away so That's but true. not not no you know we're not really shocked that uh this isn't going to go according to plan um and then harley is uh is watching the news um here so yeah and there's that i think that's um tompkins uh, what's her name leslie tompkins yes oh. yes yeah and then she goes into the back cave somehow so were they in wayne manor i guess and then she goes down to the back cave as the next Batmobile is taking off. And because Batman went back to the back cave, I guess we're supposed to assume. One thing they didn't explain, I guess, that he made a, a stop off at the back cave and then went to the dam. And he went to get a new Batmobile and uh, the rapiers that were on the wall. Yep. I think this is one of his safe houses because the, the, oh, okay. the manor got blown up uh, pretty early on, right? Okay, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so this yeah. is like the safe house that he has that uh, they've been going in and out of the whole time. You're right, I forgot already. But you know what? I'm glad like we don't have Harley going, the sword is gone. Yeah, he took, exactly. He took the sword. Yeah, we, they, yeah, they don't explain anything like, oh, no, the sword. And uh, the, uh, or it's like, he came for his spare Batmobile or something like that. I'm like, oh, actually, let us figure it out for ourselves. Yeah. So um, after that, uh, we get a we get a I I I really like this page. Oh, it's yeah. a I guess two page splash of of Batman taking off, um, and then a bit of uh, flashbacks of of different key moments. Um, but it's it's done really well that it's uh, intercut with him him driving and and looking at different things in in his car. So um, I really like I really like this page a lot. Yeah, me too. I, that's all I really have to say. I agree with you 110%. I think it's very effective emotionally and um, storytelling wise. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a good it's a good uh, it's good coloring here by yeah. Matt Hollingsworth. Uh, uh, you know the 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 current scenes are that that orange that we've seen a lot, and then there's like really cool sort. Of, I, when I say cool, I mean sort of like atmospheric um with the with the flashback pages so it, it gives us a a change of pace yeah yeah it's really great yeah and they've been doing that throughout the whole book and it's it's just, it's it's one of the stronger uh aesthetic elements of the book and uh they, they do they do it well here as well all right so uh Azrael's in the helo uh over over the dam um uh, and then we get some we get some classic batmobile uh action here which is really cool why don't you why don't you talk about this a little bit 
Yeah, I love how the, the Batmobile ramps off over the dam and in midair there are these great, uh, I guess, four inset panels. So the first two panels are establishing Azrael flying the helicopter, him looking over the dam at Batmobile driving up, and the Batmobile drives up over the dam with the helicopter in the background, and then there are these four inset panels of Batman pressing a button, and then in, in midair, the Batmobile transforms into the Batboat. It's very cool and very interesting design. Again, a lot of car anatomy going on here, very well thought out designs by Sean Murphy. Again, one of the greater highlights of any Sean Murphy book, but especially this Batman book. And then of course it blows, it shoots a, so Coast Guard's, this is a fact that's very interesting. I didn't think about this until now. According to this book, Coast Guard helicopters are armed with air to land missiles, apparently. I didn't know that. So I guess that's in case there's like a shark attack, I guess. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, uh, let's, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. It's, uh, that's, I'm, I'm going to flip back to see when, when it gets on it. This, it. It looked like a standard sort of rescue. No, there are missiles on it. No, be, uh, yeah, they, they, yeah. Uh, this must be the, the one they only call out when they, uh, <laughs> when they have to, uh, when there's a possible super heroics uh, getting in the way. So. I guess, yeah. I didn't think about that till now, the Coast Guard helicopter with the missile. Um, but but there's a cool moment where the bat boat shoots a missile as well, and it blows up that missile in midair over the dam. But uh, it looks like debris from the missile hits Azrael's helicopter, and it crashes into the dam. Yeah, and then we get a really cool half page of uh, classic heroic sort of Batman uh, stepping out of the the, Batmo the Batmobile here with, uh, yeah. with, the, with the with the two swords. I would have almost liked to have seen that as a full splash page. Um, there's not very many of them in this book, but that would have been a cool one if they could have increased the page length a little bit. There's that 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 moment right there where he emerges from the Batmobile with the two swords, and then the other moment earlier where he emerges from the Batmobile with his gun which are very similar moments with explosions involved, but still would have been cool to see that as a page turn and a splash page. But at the same time, it's a very classic Murphy composition with like the straight down parallel, uh, like vertical bar and then like, like black space on both sides of it. Well, they certainly had another page because uh, there's, there's a, there's a black page at the, at the very end. So they, they, they could have, yeah, they could have done that. Yep. So, all right. So, um, some some good old fashioned uh, fighting, uh, sword sword fighting, sword play, uh, throwing stars. This is uh, this is a this is a pretty good uh, kinetic action page. Uh, the left facing page is a little bit more dialogue heavy, but after that, they they sort of go at each other for a while. Yeah, great sound effects. I, I, and even the dialogue doesn't crowd the panels to the point where it slows it down. Like there's a good build up to the action, just sort of, I guess, increasing the momentum of the action that I really like. The dialogue does a good job. I mean, just looking at it at face value, you know, doesn't make sense that anyone would be saying this stuff in an actual fight, but it, at, at, for a design purpose, it works really well. So um, the, the, the fight continues on the bat boat, um, goes back and forth. Um, but then we sort of get the, the key moment where uh, Bruce 
uh, gets the upper hand and slices Azriel's neck. Yeah. Um, and as I said earlier, they did a lot of building to the is Batman going to to cross the line and is he gonna is he gonna kill him here? So they they give us they give us this moment um, and they do it at the next to last panel on that page before before page turn. So this is a you know this is a moment that you know we're gonna have to kind of think about it as we reach down mm-hmm. to to flip the page. So that's that's done really well there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I liked, uh, I love the, the lead up as well that he gets a chance and he was going to take that chance where he, he traps Azrael's head in the Batmobile armor mm-hmm. and he's like fully ready to behead him. There's that moment of uh, hesitation before, you know, the final, uh, I guess, you know, explosion and then the killing move. Yeah. Um, but that is not uh bruce's plan he uh he has a he has a med pack and he uh provides aid to to azrael um yeah (laughs) and then we get a little bit of uh we get a little bit of the flashback to sort of tie tie some of the 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 old storyline in as as we're as we're closing up what'd you what did you think here uh, I think it's hilarious that he slices through the carotid artery and he is like gushing blood out of his neck, but still talking. So he cuts his throat and it's like, like waterfalls of blood flowing from his neck. And uh, then uh, Batman, um, I guess he does do a uh, a blood transfusion, which I guess is, I don't know if that's how it works, but hey, you know, like that he gives him a blood transfusion, but I think if you've bled out that much where like you're like over, it's like overflowing the, the bat boat into the water, I think mm-hmm. you'd be dead, <laughs> but it's, it's just so over the top and um, yeah, I love it. And, and I'm kind of confused by this whole sequence. So does that mean he is a Wayne, like a, a pure blooded Wayne? Like, cause he had this lady right here had a Wayne child that was protected. Is that what it means? Uh, I, I, I have to, I have to admit, I'm a little, I'm a little unsure as well. Um, this is sort of, uh, I'm, I'm still sort of thinking this through, but I, 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 I'm not really sure. Um, I would have to guess that that's probably the way, because, um, I think that this is going, you know, I think we're getting, uh, I think we're getting another series of this, mm-hmm. so, I don't think we could have another series if we found out that Bruce Wayne wasn't truly of the of the Wayne lineage. So I, I think that's the the case here. Okay, so the that twist didn't really mean anything in the end, except maybe to push him to an edge where he feels like he has nothing left to lose or prove. Um, yeah. To push him to where he's going to kill someone. Yeah. So um, from there we 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 switch we uh we are we're back at the 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 gotham city police department and uh everybody is uh is uh you know hugging each other thanking each other um and bruce's uh montoya puts the cuffs on bruce to to lead him away um i'm gonna let you come in here for your thoughts and so no you're right barbara only has two lines in this whole issue one is reservoir, Question and the other mark. is sniff. Yeah, <laughs> I do like this scene. Uh, I wonder if he's poking fun at Scott Snyder here. 
uh, when he says, uh, Duke, you, you, you'd have made a great Robin. And then uh, Duke goes, ha. And so I wonder if that's an inside uh, jab at Scott Snyder. Um, buddy, buddy thing. Cause it's, I think Scott Snyder created Duke, right? Or was he, that? He did. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I, I do like this sequence. I like that. Uh, again, like I, I don't like, I just doesn't feel like the scene for Harley and, and Bruce is earned, you know? I didn't like what they're saying is that like, Oh, you saved me and I saved you. I just didn't get that from this book. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but like, I don't feel like I've really been on a, uh, an emotional roller coaster with these two characters, I guess. Cause I think most of it's just sort of been ridiculous. Um, but I do like the sequence though. It's still really fun. It, it, it reads well, it, it moves along nicely again. It's uh, uh, I like that there's a thumbprint on, couple thumbprints on Bruce Wayne's face during that sequence with Harley in the van. And it yeah. adds some, some good lines to his face to show like injuries and uh, expression. Yeah. So uh, I, I know this is a way to, to sort of tie up the, the Bruce and Harley thing that we've had going through this. Um, they've certainly had their ups and downs, you know, including him taking her to the, uh, to the dungeon basement of Arkham oh, while she times. was while she was pregnant, yeah. um, and I know the Gotham Police Department has a lot of problems. You know they have to deal with all of these superpowered uh, villains and vigilantes. But how did she gain access to the was- the, the vehicle and all of the uh, the gear she needed to just pull up in front of the police department? Also, this sort of like an OU. Like when like she gets out, it's like, where's the guy that you stripped that uniform or woman that you stripped that uniform off of? And how did you get this car? There's yeah. probably some dead police officer somewhere. So and they just laugh it off. Yeah. So uh we we leave with uh uh she does get out. Um she has a little exchange with 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 Duke, um and Bruce is, is taken away. Um, and then we get uh, we get sort of uh, an overview of of things. You know, we get the news report, the the press conference, the police ceremony, um, uh, just sort of you know the people's thoughts about uh, uh, you know what has what has happened to them recently. So, uh, what are your what are your thoughts here? Yeah, it's a cool way to wrap it up. And it also brings up some cool concepts that'll be interesting to explore. Basically, all the vigilantes are now becoming part of the police force. And they sort of pose this question where they're like, wow, it's sort of like Batman's fascist regime, basically. Like, he succeeded, you know? Because now he sort of, like, controls, he funds the police department. He's given them all these weapons and tools to fight it, uh, fight crime. And it's like sort of an interesting like again a lot of questions raised and it'll be interesting to talk about that in the coming uh series if if it ever happens um so yeah i liked how where it it put it and sort of like again i don't know but also at the same time it feels like i thought like those are the things that everybody been saying was bad about batman and then in the end it sort of is what happens you know that kind of thing like there's no status quo change at the end like batman basically just to keep gets to continue down the path that he's always been down basically um you know batman doesn't kill someone so there's no real change there right 
mm-hmm. you know, Batman gets arrested, but his sort of legacy lives on in not in, you know, of course, they're not vigilantes outside the law. They're a part of the law and they're enacting justice the way that, you know, he was enacting justice just with police, you know, protecting them now. So I don't know. I don't know what to, I'll have to think about it more. I just reread the issue. Maybe I'm not getting enough of it and uh, maybe I have to think about it more. Yeah, um, I think one thing that's interesting is if you think about the the, the first series, the first White Knight series, yeah. um, when we when we meet Batman, um, he's in jail, and then we end this one, uh, Bruce is in jail. So there's a oh. there's a good there's some good symmetry there. Yeah. Um, so I, I I like that. I don't know if that was a happy accident or or planned that way, um, but he, Bruce gets a visitor. Uh, in the the jail so um you know we, we said we're gonna spoil this but uh what did you think about this sort of uh last page uh reveal that we get here i like that batman is his shadow um with bruce in the in the in the cell and then when you look at whoever uh is is at the the window you see their silhouettes against the wall you see batman and a robin mm-hmm. i really like that and i like how then that's revealed to be uh, looks like an army ranger, right? Yes. Um, like a green beret. And uh, not an army ranger then, a green beret. Or is he a ranger? Uh, I can't make out the... Oh, no. He's a prison guard. He's got Stonegate uh, corrections on his badge. So he's a prison guard. Like oh, something. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Jason Todd. I like that reveal. And I like how, but here's the thing about this series that the takeaway is, is that like, if the story sucks, it still looks so cool. And you want to see Sean Murphy do every character in the Batman universe in his style, because he's going to draw it so cool. And if they get to have an action sequence, it's going to be awesome. So if Jason Todd, if he's going to be Red Hood, if he's going to be a form of Robin in the next series, it's going to be awesome. So yeah, that's my, that's my final thought. Yeah. Um, I wonder, well, I, I just, I just wonder if it would, yeah, I, I think it'll be a while before we get another one, but I, yeah. I, I think that they definitely set this up to, to, to have it keep going. So um I I I enjoyed it. I know that I know that uh throughout our review of the eight issues we uh we might have been a little little picky with some of the some of the stuff. Um it's but, selling well enough. I don't think we heard it at all. So Yeah. I yeah. mean there's it's it was certainly a fun read. Um it certainly uh was a joy to look at. Um yeah. and you know uh lots of interesting design um the the fact that it was elseworlds it let us um experience things that we wouldn't experience in a regular um a regular batman book so so i i I really liked it um i hope there's more um but it was it was it was a lot of fun to to read and definitely just sort of stare at the at the artwork yeah, I'm really tempted to now just dig out my uh my my all the the whole series and read all 16 issues because uh uh I I really love love looking at the artwork like you said and um it, it it's never boring. That's something I'll give it. It's never a dull book, never a dull read. It's there's always something going on. 
Awesome. So I think that's going to that's gonna do it for us. So um, I definitely will be on board if there's a, another series, but uh, I'm generally a, a pretty easy sell for Sean Murphy artwork. So, oh, same here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it uh, for the for the review of White Knight. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us. If you could give us a rating and review on whatever podcast service you use, we'd really enjoy it. If you want to follow the podcast, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Construct Compod. Instagram is Constructing Comics Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Constructing Comics. And uh, also, last time we, we, we noted that uh, you might want to check out the Ageless Press Facebook page. Um, thanks for joining us. We'll be back with a, another episode very soon. Be safe.